It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show. Our mission is to serve and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. In today's episode, this is crazy. A quarter of Americans were victims of credit card fraud last year. I'm going to tell you how to protect yourself. Also, are you afraid robots are going to take over all the jobs? I'll talk about that later in this episode. So credit card fraud is something that the banks just look at as a cost of doing business. But do you know a lot of times you and I don't indirectly bear that cost. We bear it directly. So a recent survey by Credit Card Insider found that one in four of us were a victim. And this is a massive increase over time how often our credit cards are compromised. And I want, to, I want you to think about this. You cannot imagine how many times we will hear from someone who has had an improper charge on a credit card that they didn't notice for months. Because sometimes what will happen is a criminal, instead of engaging in large credit card fraud, will do relatively small transactions against you, against your card, that go unnoticed, and they're getting services for free. Do you remember, I don't know if you heard this, but last year when I had a credit card that was compromised, and the thief was using the card for charges routinely that were less than $20. And they weren't doing any big ones. Well, I have an advantage. And that is I look at my credit card statements line item by line item every month. So it was funny. I still remember calling the credit card company. And it was right in the middle of the pandemic. And there were all these restaurants in Texas that supposedly I'd eaten at. And there were multiple restaurant charges on the same day. On one of the days, the criminal was running up the charges. And deadpan, the fraud investigator at the bank, kept saying, now, are you sure you didn't eat at this restaurant today? I said, well, look at my charges. And you'll see I also had charges 1,200 miles away from my lunch that day. So there was no way I could have eaten lunch and 1,200 miles away eaten lunch an hour later somewhere else. And we went through this back and forth. Finally, everything was okay. But the thing is, so routinely, people don't check their statements. We had something come up recently where somebody was being ripped off by a service business for a subscription service they didn't know that they had signed up for. They'd been one time to this business, and then they were getting charged $40 a month, month after month. 
and they didn't notice for nine months that they were being hit with this $40 a month charge. The credit card companies say, and they, are, they have solid grounds to say, that you can dispute the last two months, but all those other months, you're out the money, even if you got cheated out of it. A criminal engaged in credit card fraud where they're doing the low-grade stuff like I had with the restaurants in Texas, the reality is if I didn't notice within 60 days, I lose that money. And this happens again and again and again that people don't notice. So please look at those statements. Now, it's much worse when it involves a piece of trash, fake Visa or fake MasterCard, a debit card. Because when a criminal duplicates it, that money is coming directly out of your checking account. And you're under a whole different level of requirements to avoid losing that money forever when it involves a debit card. It is essential that you pay attention to the transactions on your debit card because otherwise that real money may take a permanent hike from your life. Krista? Okay, Clark, John in California says, can I pay my mortgage payment with one of my credit cards to get points without any extra fees from the credit card company, assuming I'm paying the credit card company right away? John, I hate to tell you, you can't. It is the rarest of rare that a mortgage can be paid with a credit card without you having to pay significant fees. Uh, I'm it's virtually without exception that banks do not accept mortgage payments by credit card. Because let me tell you, they've been asked a lot by people who want to earn the points, and the banks just aren't going to play that game. And this is from Greg in New York. Our bank is selling its retail division to Citizens Bank on the East Coast. Our accounts with our bank have many automatic monthly direct deposits and automatic monthly bill payouts. What happens upon the transfer of the checking accounts to the new bank? Will we need to resubmit all new routing and account numbers to each financial institution slash business, a major project? If we need to resubmit new routing and account numbers, should we shop for a new bank? Well, Greg, this is a great question. And this is something that the banks in the United States have lobbied against for years. In other countries, your banking is portable. Just like, remember years ago when you could not port your cell phone number from one cell phone company to another, and everybody who knew that number, you had to start over letting them know your new number when you switch companies. Well, the technology exists that's very simple for banks to port your all your um, automatic debits, direct deposits, automatic bill payouts, all that from one financial institution to another. But banks in the United States have used their lobbying power to prevent that from happening to make you what's called a sticky, somebody who doesn't change financial institutions because of the difficulty of migrating the data. Now, hopefully at some point, the dirty money of the banks will be overridden by the right way of doing this in our country, 
which is giving you the true portability. And this is a perfect time for you to shop around anyway to look for a better deal. But the answer to your question is from the acquiring bank. Are they going to maintain the old account numbers and you'll be able to maintain your current automatic deposits and automatic payments? Or are you going to have to start from scratch? If you're going to have to start from scratch anyway, if that's the answer, then definitely become a free agent and go shop and see whether there's an online bank, a credit union, or possibly another bank that may be a better decision for you than going to the new bank that's acquiring your old account. And this is from Jenna in South Carolina. She says, I've been remarried for seven years and I'm 54 years old. My three children from my previous marriage are grown and live on their own. My only debt is a $250,000 mortgage and the home's worth three fifty. That is solely in my name, but my husband's name is on the deed and title because we purchased it after we were married. I've recently inherited $200,000 from my parents and would like to pay it on my mortgage. However, if I should die unexpectedly, my husband would want to continue to live in our home. I know this sounds greedy and cold-hearted, but I don't think it would be fair if my husband remarried and he and his new wife would get to live in my home and enjoy a minimal mortgage due to my inheritance and my kids would be left out. My husband's against a trust or my kids having any attachment to our home. What are my options to be fair to my husband, but my kids get their fair share? Jenna, first of all, I'm sorry that you lost a loved one that you inherited this money from. So the money that you have as an inherited asset should remain as yours and not towards the house that the two of you own because your scenario was very well laid out. If your goal is to protect this inheritance so that it's for the benefit of your three children, then you should do just that. And that money should stay in your hands. And if you put it in um, an investment house, one of the low costs like Fidelity, Schwab, Vanguard, you put it in uh, a savings account at a credit union or online bank or something like that, then you could name your three children as beneficiaries of that account. Or you could designate the funds going from your will, though it would be easier if you just did it as designated beneficiaries with the brokerage houses or with a credit union or online bank. But you are right. Your instincts are correct. You are not being cold-hearted. You are not being greedy. This is an inheritance from your family tree, and it makes sense to me that it would go to your children from your previous marriage. And coming straight ahead, a lot of people worry that robots are going to take over our jobs. Maybe so, but I'll tell you why it will all be okay as you continue listening to Digital Clark. During times of great tumult and technological change and income inequality, which we have all three of those things around the planet right now, people become very afraid of the future. People become very fearful how their kids are going to earn a living, how they're going to survive. One of my brothers was talking to me the other day 
worried about um, the idea that we'd end up with some form of breathing money, like the uh, universal basic income kind of thing, where because there wouldn't be jobs for people because of the technological changes in the world that we would just have to give people an allowance for being alive. And I must tell you, you can look back through modern human history, starting in the early 1800s, and there's been one prediction after another after another about how we're going to lose all these jobs because of fill-in-the-blank, but usually technology. You know, there's a lot of people afraid of robots now and that robotics are going to lead to enormous job loss around the world. And you can find articles of fear over and over again. And we always fear the losses of jobs that walk away as technology marches on. And what has happened through the entire modern era is that new things take the place. We see the loss, we don't see the gain. I think about what's been going on with the transition and how we get energy in the world and the fights there have been about old forms of energy and the jobs that will be lost with no one really thinking about the new forms of energy and the jobs that will be created throughout the modern era. And let me go back. Do you know through most of human history, you could look through decades as best forensic economists can look, and there's almost no increase in the output of goods and services in the world, which was, uh, and it's just guessing looking way back, but there just weren't that many developments. And then over the last few hundred years, the acceleration of improvements in things we do and how we do them has allowed much longer lifespans and totally changed the nature of work. I remember studying in American history in high school how in colonial days, virtually every single American lived on a farm, and it took almost 100% of Americans to provide food for the Americans that we had in those days. Today, virtually no one works in farming, and we produce far, far, far more food than we did when virtually everybody worked on the farms. So did 97% of Americans end up unemployed with nothing to do? No way. So don't freak out. A lot of the jobs that get automated are jobs that get replaced with new things that ultimately eventually are better. And yes, you can point out to me and go to Clark.com slash Clark Stinks to point out a rebuttal on this. You can point out jobs 
that no longer exist, that were good-paying jobs that were stable, that in the area where you live, they've not been replaced with good opportunities. And that does happen. There are always individuals who get harmed by the changes that technology and science and inventions bring forward. But the overall effect is we live over time as a society and as people worldwide better than we have before. Do you know in a blink of human history, we've gone from half the world's population living in extreme abject poverty to now less than 10%. How did that happen? It happened because of capitalism and inventions. You know, I had somebody the other day who was really unhappy with me on Clark Stinks, Art, about me talking about the automation coming to places we eat out at. And like art, I will miss the human touch. But it's a cycle we're going through that's going to take some of the warmth away because of the efficiencies that follow. Deanna in South Carolina says, I'm writing to ask advice about how to handle a situation I have with a painter I recently hired to do some work at my home. This was a painter who works for himself, and he came out to give me an estimate on what I wanted done. He wrote it up, and when I decided to use his services, he requested one-third of the payment up front. I didn't think that was unreasonable, and part of that went towards paint. He ended up being totally unreliable and showed up a total of five hours to work in a five-week period of time until I just finally fired him. My question is, after paying $800 using my credit card, and he maybe did $300 worth of work, including the paint, is there anything I can do to recoup the $500 balance that I consider he should refund back to me? He does not answer my calls or my tax. So you may have the ability to dispute the charge with your credit card. You also have the risk that the, and you would do a partial dispute. You also stand the risk that in virtually any state in the country, I guess probably all, that the painter would have a right to place a lien against your home. Uh, he may not know how to do that, but he would have the ability to do so. He has abandoned the work, abandoned the job, and that would be a reasonable thing for you to uh, do a partial dispute of the credit card charge. Then it'll be up to the painter to see how he will respond at that time. I'm really sorry that this happened. It is a common event, unfortunately, when money has been paid up front and a contractor doesn't work out. The fact that the contractor doesn't answer any of your calls or texts and has abandoned the job is a valid reason for you to dispute a portion of the charge. Francis in North Carolina says, can any of my child's 529 account be rolled into a retirement account for her? If not, what options are there for the unused money with no penalties? There are no other children. Francis, I'm sorry to tell you that there is not a viable alternative. If there's any desire in you to go get some additional education, uh, you could change the designated beneficiary of this to you. If you think eventually there will be any grandkids, you could let the money continue to grow 
and then ultimately change the beneficiary designation to a grandchild. However, if you just want to cut your losses, you can go ahead and pull the 529 money out. You will have to pay the 10% penalty, and for whatever earnings you've had, 10% penalty on the earnings, and also regular tax on the earnings. It won't be the end of the world because you're not taxed on any of the money you contributed, only on the earnings. And from Steve in Texas, my auto insurance company just started something where they will not write a policy for a year. They will only write a six-month policy. I think the only reason for this is so they can raise their rates every six months. Can you think of another reason? Is it time to find another insurance company? It is not unusual for an insurer to do uh, essentially six-month policies and that your insurer did not do that, they only did a year, is not a reason to automatically assume that they're up to no good. The insurer you're with is one considered to be one of the best in the industry in terms of how they treat their policyholders. And in fact, it is a mutual insurer, which means you're one of the owners of the insurer. So as an owner, uh, you're cheating yourself if they're up to no good. And I don't think it would hurt at all to call in and ask, what's the scoop here? Why have they done this? Because I would not assume evil intent by an insurer, particularly when it's one that is a mutual owned by its policyholders. And I want to thank you for joining us. For more advice you can trust, contact our Consumer Action Center. Team Clark, they are here to serve you. It is free to have one-on-one advice. To find out how to use our service, go to clark.com slash CAC.